my name is Lasslison. I'm Harry Altmans. And I'm Wheeler Michaels. And you're listening to Artificial Unintelligence. For this segment, we will talk to each other about AI and hear what we think about it. First up is Wheeler talking about SAOT, the future of soccer AI that may soon replace refs. What is SAOT? Uh, So SAOT is a form of AI. It's a tool that is now starting to be used in some uh, soccer or football matches for determining offsides. And so that it's a really helpful tool because offsides is... uh, just quick interview of what offsides is. Offsides, so in um, soccer, if there's, you're not allowed to cherry pick, and so you have to be behind at least two players, including the goalie, at, or behind the ball. And so it helps. Sometimes decisions are really quick. And so, like offsides, when the ball is passed, uh, you can make a run up to the ball and you won't be offsides. But uh, sometimes they're really close decisions, like before the ball is passed, is a player offsides or not? And they can come down to toes, can be offsides, and that can be the difference between a goal and an offsides call. And it's been really tough to determine that because it's really hard. And so uh, this new SAOT tool makes it easier to determine it by having uh, a lot of special cameras in the stadiums and the ball tracking the players and the movement to see and really determine toenail offsides in some cases. So I have one follow-up question. I heard there was like a little tracker inside the ball. Is that true? This, uh, is, like... this is true. And remember, this isn't in uh, all leagues yet. This is just being started. This wasn't featured in the World Cup, though. And you're going to see this being featured in more leagues as we go. Go on. Is it in the Premier League? No, not Next, we interviewed Laszlo about what Lense is and how it affects the art scene. So Laszlo, what is Lenza? Lenza is an AI that scans an image of you, perhaps, and a painting by Van Gogh. Then it combines them so it looks like you've been painted by Van Gogh and many other artists, too. But the big controversy is behind whether it's ethical. It's putting some artists out of business because their paintings are just, like, worthless now. So it's making their art worthless because this AI can just copy what they've done and make it look better. And create new artwork that they haven't even made. Right. So basically, it uses an artist's artwork and it uses your own drawing and it puts them together to make it look like your drawing was drawn by that artist, which greatly invalues the work of the artist. Right. Thank you, Laszlo, for letting us talk to you and ask you questions. Next, Wheeler and Laszlo will ask me questions about AI and how I got into it. How did you get into the GPT-3 demo? So, for some context, uh, GPT-3 was an AI that released before ChatGPT that had like the same capabilities you could write like an essay or like you could have it explain something to someone or have it like make a script for something but it was just before 
uh, ChatGPT, and it was a closed beta, which means that you have you have to apply to be a part of it. And I was pretty interested in AI. I'm interested in coding, so I went over to the OpenAI website. I filled out an application. And I said, "Hi, I'd like to uh, I'd like to be part of the closed beta for OpenAI, and for, I mean for GPT three. And they said, "Yeah, sure." And I like explained some stuff about myself and like how I was in coding before this, how I'd love to use this, and I'm a student, and they let me into the beta, and I've been using some of the models, like how some of the stuff for GPT-3 for a while, and it's, it's a great AI, and OpenAI is a great company. Next, we interviewed Maya, a beta tester for Waymo, a self-driving car company. Hi, we're here with Maya today. So let's get started. Uh, Lasla? Why did you start doing Waymo? Let's see. In August of 2021, there was an announcement in the news that Waymo was, uh, people could apply to test with Waymo and to take the cars. So I thought, oh, why not? That sounds cool. The parent company, even though it's a separate entity, the parent company is Google or Alphabet. And I figured that um, the lawmakers in in the city and in the state wouldn't approve something that wasn't found to be safe. So I trusted those entities and the regulatory agencies and thought, you know, why not? What did you think of Waymo's competitive crews? Do you have any thoughts on it? Well, I'm definitely on, definitely a member of the Waymo fan base. I've only taken rides in Waymo's, and so I can't speak to what Cruise is doing. But, you know, even if Cruise is doing as great as Waymo is, I'm super impressed with what, what Waymo has done. I know that Waymo is a little bit further along in the process in their rides in Arizona and in California. And I do prefer the way the Waymo vehicles look. And I don't believe that you can sit in the front in a cruise in San Francisco unless you're an employee, but I'm not sure. What is it like testing driverless cars? So for the first year, there was always someone in front in the driver's seat who's called an autonomous specialist. And the specialist most of the time was not operating the car, but they were available in case there was any kind of issue, just sort of as like a backup as part of the testing process. And as I showed Laszlo when I took him on a ride, you can see on the screen if the car is being operated by the Waymo driver, which is being automatically driven by the car itself, or if it's being driven manually by a person. I was able to observe the Waymo driver on, you know, over 200 rides. So once it came time to take a ride with nobody in the passenger seat, I felt completely comfortable because it's a driver I know, even though it's a different car, a different day, the driving style is exactly the same. Where do you think Waymo will be in 10 years? Do you think it will be open to the public then? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, even in the past year, it's just really improved. And, you know, from the beginning, I thought it was a great driver. But one sort of very cool, almost magical thing that I've seen is that it's slowly in very small, subtle and kind of incremental ways. It's become more and more like a human drives, you know, because there are very subtle, small things that you can't imagine a a car could do on its own, but it's really starting to do that. You know, just the way it stops and turns and moves. It's hard to put it into words. And being able to see that over the past year is really cool. And the company has been around over 10 years. So, you know, it's amazing to think where it's come in that time. So it's probably going to be open to the public. Who knows when, but probably in one to two years, if not this year. Wow. I have no idea, though, their exact timeline. And that was Artificial Unintelligence. Thank you for listening.